0: Welcome to Two Book Minimum, where I only seem to know what's going on in a plot lately about two thirds of the time. I'm Monica Fumarolo. Is that actually true? No, not really, but I'll back up. I've mentioned before that I'm someone who tends to read multiple books at a time. But it wasn't always this way. It was mostly a habit that started in college out of necessity. Sure, in high school there would be whatever novel we were assigned to read in English class, and maybe I would also be reading one on the side for fun. But that's just two books at once once i became an english major i'd be juggling sometimes three to four works of fiction at the same time keeping track of it all was a necessity but one that i was usually able to handle for a pretty simple reason due to the nature of my schedule i was rarely reading similar books at the same time it was not until after i took my class dedicated to black women writers that i took another class completely dedicated to the works of tony morrison And i did not take my required shakespeare course in the same semester that i took my required british literature class it worked for me all of these books were in such different entities being described and dissected by radically different professors instructors and tas in different rooms across campus that each text was easily compartmentalized into the file folders of my mind and yet despite all these years later hundreds of titles and thousands of pages of practice I recently forgot to take my own advice, and boy did things get a little jumbled there. Maybe I was getting overconfident, or maybe it's that I just wasn't patient to get through one book at a time. Though I am a mood reader, I continue to be good about shopping my shelves, and I still listen to my gut and make that coincide with what I already have available to me. Maybe I want to read that classic Dickens novel that has been on my shelves for years. Or maybe it's time to pick up the $0.50 Scandinavian paperback I got at the library sale in the fall. As it is winter lately, the high has barely squeaked above 0 degrees Fahrenheit in the past few weeks, and I find myself in the mood for fantasy, something to take my mind off the fact that my driveway will, in fact, not shovel itself, despite my desperate wishes. And so I looked to my shelves and settled on The City of Lost Dreamers by Lisa Ludecki. It was hitting the spot. A story all about books and maps and magic in places separate from our own world. Which is wonderful, but not totally unlike the Library of the Unwritten by A.J. Hackwith, which I was also reading at the same time, but digitally on my Kindle. Okay, so what? Two fantasy books about books. I can handle that. I was handling it. And then I got hit a bit of a curveball by way of Iron Flame, the second book in the Fourth Wing series by Rebecca Yaros. You know, the hold I had placed on the digital copy from my public library literally months ago, and it finally came through. For those of you unfamiliar, Fourth Wing is a series about a fantastical war college where some students join the ranks of dragon riders, and in doing so, gaining magical abilities, and the protagonist, Violet, is also deeply studious, So she spends a lot of time with books and texts and learning about magic in her world and how it can play a part in the war. Yes, another book about books and magic systems. And suddenly I was so reminded of why my previous system was such a good system. Is all of this an incredibly first world problem? Oh yes, I completely recognize that. Were any of these texts being read in an academic or professional capacity, I would have been in a bit more trouble. I probably would have had to take notes or some kind of measures as opposed to what I actually did, which was just a fair bit of having to reorient myself each time I picked up whatever title I was getting into. More than a few times, I'd have to go back a page or two, remind myself of what was going on and then push forward. But all in all, I made it. I've now read eight books so far in 2024 and we're only three weeks in. Will I keep up this pace? Almost definitely not. And did I make it any easier on myself by completely shifting genres after I finished all three of those fantasy books? No, of course not. Not immediately, anyway. One of my favorite authors had a new book come out in one of my favorite fantasy series of all time, and I had the digital advanced reader copy. So then I jumped into Mislaid in Parts Half Known by Shannon McGuire. I took a few days on that, then I took a sharp left turn. I have inhaled More Than a Feeling, An Upcoming Romance by Lauren Morrill, and The Light We Carry by former First Lady Michelle Obama. Sure, one of these is more fantastical the others in terms of a predictable happy ending, but both at least are firmly rooted in reality in the sense that there are absolutely no dragons, at least so far. So this episode is a little different, but it's where my head is right now. Long story short, you do what works for you. If you want to read one book at a time, go for it. If you have multiple books in rotation, like an old school car CD changer, follow your bliss. If you only listen to audiobooks while you're pumping iron at the gym, then yes, that does count as reading, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. There is no wrong way to read. It just turns out that there might be for me personally, if I ever want a chance of keeping track what the heck is going on. I'll be sharing my thoughts on some of these fantasy books in my next episode, but for now, I'm going to continue reading The Light We Carry along with 14 Days, a short story collection put together by the Authors Guild. Until next time, happy reading.